get started. Amen. Uh, just a moment with the word of the Lord. And uh, I'd like to just take a moment to say those of you that follow this ministry on social media. And uh, we just want you to know that we appreciate uh, uh, any feedback that we can get from you. Uh, would be greatly appreciated. It, uh, it's good to know somebody's out there uh, listening. And, uh, uh, you know, we are not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation to everyone that believeth. And also, uh, if the Lord would lay it upon your heart, amen, these messages that we bring to you over uh, our social media uh, 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 broadcast, if it's being a blessing to you uh, and you'd like to uh, share back, amen. Uh, if you would, uh, we have a, a Bethel Christian Worship Center app that if you've got a smartphone, you can download that, amen, on your smartphone, in your Google Play Store or your Apple Store, amen, you do a search for Bethel Christian Worship Center, purple and white app that, amen, you can download, and once you've got that download, it's got an online Bible, and has some of uh, our messages, videos of our messages that have been recorded. And it's got a safe and secure digital giving option, amen, where you can, uh, uh, the Lord will put upon your heart to be a blessing to this ministry, amen. You can safely and securely uh, be a blessing and give, and uh, it will be greatly appreciated. And again, uh, any feedback that you can give us, amen, also will be greatly appreciated. Now let's get right into the word of the Lord. Amen. On today, amen, we're going to be talking, amen, with a one word subject, and that word is lost. Amen. We want to talk today about loss. And as we get into the word of the Lord on today, amen, in our congregational reading at the church, we read, amen, Luke, the 19th chapter, verses 1 through 10, and uh, how that Zacchaeus wanted to see Jesus, but he was short of stature amen. and could not see him through the crowd. And so he knew the way that he was going to pass. And he ran ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree, hoping to get a better glimpse of Jesus. And the Bible said when Jesus got to the place, hallelujah, do you know, amen, there was an appointment that was set at the sycamore tree. And Jesus knew about the appointment, even though Zacchaeus did. Zacchaeus thought he was just going to get a glimpse. He didn't realize he had an appointment. Hallelujah. And I, I, I hope today that there's somebody here that just thought you were coming to church like you normally do on a Sunday morning and not realizing that God had set an appointment for you today. Amen. Because he does not want you to be lost. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Jesus stopped at the place, looked up and said, Zacchaeus, called him by his name. When you got an appointment, they know your name. They'll ask you to sign in. But, amen, they'll look in their records. Your name should already be there if you got an appointment. I told you he had an appointment at the sycamore tree. And he says, Zacchaeus, make haste, come down. I'm coming to your house. And the Bible said, he gladly, gladly. Do you know what? He comes in on a glad heart. Do you all hear me? Amen. Uh, he comes in on a glad heart. He, he gladly came down and said, you're welcome at my house. And so he invited Jesus into his house. And, and Jesus went and, and, and enjoyed the, the, the food and the fellowship there. And some folks saw it. And when they saw that Jesus had gone to Zacchaeus' house, see, Zacchaeus was a tax collector. He was a tax collector. He wasn't an IRS agent, but he was a tax collector for the Roman government. He was a Jew collecting taxes from Jewish people to turn into the Roman government. And he was one of the most hated individuals in his community. And when the Jews saw Jesus go, they said, they began to mumble and grumble. They said, he's gone to the house of a sinner. He's going to uh, 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 spend time with a man like that. Jesus knew their thoughts. Jesus knew their thoughts. Amen. And uh, we have in verse 10, which is uh, the, uh, one, the, the, the verse that uh, uh, makes up uh, the basis of our subject today. And when the complaint of Jesus knew the complaint that they had, Jesus answered them and said, well, the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. And then he goes on to say, and we don't have it in the verse here, but he goes on to say, he's the son of Abraham too. Amen. Oh yeah, I know you thought that uh, you know, and that, that he's betrayed his nation and uh, uh, the work he's doing is a shame and, and, and so forth and so on, but he's the son of Abraham too. And, and, and I didn't mention Zacchaeus stood up and, and said, uh, 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 I'm given to the poor. And, and if I've taken anything by false accusation, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to restore fourfold. Amen. Uh, it was evidence that when, she, when Jesus comes to your house, oh, yeah. we'll talk about change. Amen. A change, a change. There are folks that, amen, they, they can name the name of the Lord, but, amen, if you ain't changed, Jesus has not come to your house. All right. Talking today, amen, about the word loss. And when you consider in light of eternity, that one word, small word, L O S T, is one of the most stressful words in all the languages of men. Loss. See, God uses 
the word in, his, in, in, in the Bible, he uses it sparingly. Sparingly. Uh, in the New Testament, he only uses it a few times. The word launch. Uh, he uses it three times. I believe in about the 15th chapter. Uh, and then he uses it one time to describe the chief uh, object, purpose, amen, of the coming of Jesus Christ, the, his, his life, his humanity, his death, his ministry, his resurrection, amen. Uh, it describes in uh, that verse, amen, uh, what he came to do. I've been preaching, amen, last month I talked a lot about purpose. Well, amen, Jesus in that word said, the Son of Man, my purpose is I come to seek and to save the lost. Hallelujah. 15th chapter of the book of St. Luke, God describes, amen, in three different pictures, word pictures, parables, uh, he describes three different situations of lostness. Amen. Uh, the first uh, parable that is told in the 15th chapter of the book of St. Luke that Jesus tells, he talks about the lost sheep. The lost sheep. The sheep that uh, wandered off from the fold and uh, got away and uh, could not find his way back. Amen. The lost sheep. Uh, and how that the shepherd had to go and hunt uh, for the lost sheep. Uh, he describes the lost coin. How that amen, a woman had money and uh, she knew she had a certain amount of money, knew she had uh, a coin and uh, through possibly neglect uh, misled or uh, covered it up with something, but one way or another, when she needed to find the coin, uh, it was lost. Anybody ever lose some money? That's not a good feeling. Especially when you need your money. Amen. Now, there's some folk that they just got so much that, amen, it don't matter, but uh, when you need your money and you can't find it, it's a distressing situation. Amen. Jesus was describing how that there are some people. Now, the sheep got lost itself. The coin did not lose itself. It was lost through the neglect of the woman. There's some folk that are lost because they lost themselves. They deliberately took a path away from God. There are others that are lost, amen, not through any effort of their own, but uh, because of the neglect of others. Right. And in order to find the coin, in the 15th chapter, it talks about the fact how that uh, she lit a candle and she began to clean up, amen. Sometimes uh, there's so much clutter in our houses, amen. What's valuable gets hidden. 
amen, because of the clutter. She had to straighten up, and when she began to straighten up the clutter and, 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 and put some light in there, she found the coin that was lost. And then the last picture of lostness that uh, Jesus tells in that 15th chapter of the book of St. Luke, he talks about the lost sons. The lost sons. A lot of people talk about the fact that it is the parable of the prodigal son. But I like to put a plurality to it. I like to put the lost sons. Because there was one son, and if you know the story, amen, uh, he said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that would come unto me. Uh, I, I, I want my inheritance now. I don't want to wait till you die. Give me the portion of goods that fall unto me. And uh, the father gave it to him. He gave him his inheritance. And that son took his inheritance. And the Bible said he traveled to a far country. Amen. And spent his living. Spent what he had on riotous living. Amen. Had a good time. Amen. Out of his daddy's house. I can do what I want to now. Had a good time. Spent it with the wrong folk. And when his money ran out, he then said, uh, what am I going to do? The Bible said he joined himself to a citizen of that country. And the job that they gave him was the job feeding the swine. And he was so hungry that the food that he was giving the swine, the pigs, he was so hungry that he almost was tempted to take the pigs' food. Bible said he came to himself and said, how many hired servants in my father's house have bread and enough to spare? And here I am about to perish with hunger. I'm going back home. I'm going to say to my father, Father, I've sinned and I'm no longer worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of your hired servants. Hallelujah. The lost son. Amen. The, 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 so uh, Jesus describes the condition of lostness with three parables. The lost sheep, the lost coin, the lost son. And it's interesting that the father who represents God, amen, all the while his son was lost, the father uh, 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 kept a vigil. Every day kept a vigil, amen, looking for the return. And, and, and the son, see, when you're dealing, you know, uh, a sheep is lost, you go find the sheep. A coin is lost, amen, you can clean up and find the coin. But when a son is lost, when a son is lost, amen, it takes the actions of the father, amen, uh, 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 looking out and, 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 and praying and searching, but it also takes the son coming to himself. There's got to be something working on both, in, 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 on both parts. And when he saw the son, a long way off, he saw him coming. Had his uh, 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 speech already rehearsed what he was going to say. The Bible said the father got up and ran All right. to meet his son. All right. 
in the Orient, elderly men don't run. Amen. Aged men don't run. And, and, and I don't know about you, Brother Evans, but amen, I've got a few years on me now. And uh, uh, I walk, but it takes something, it'll take something really uh, have to be going on if, I, I put it like this, if you see me out somewhere, and I run past you. Did you see me, Pastor? You better turn around. Start following me. Because something is wrong. Either something is wrong or something is, is mighty right. But whatever it is, you better follow me. But Jesus, when he tells the story, he talks about God ran yeah. to meet his son. Yeah. The, 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 the heart of the father. You don't know how badly God does not want anyone to be lost. All right. Y'all hear me? Amen. A lot of times, you know, we can get, you know, kind of cold and we can get uh, uh, caught up in, amen, uh, our own ways. God has a love for those that are lost. And I, I, I told you before, I don't like to just say the lost son, the lost sons. Because the elder brother, when his brother had come back and the father threw a, a party, killed the fatty calf, the elder brother came home and asked what was going on. Wouldn't even come in the house. Upset. And said, you never threw a party for me. After all that I've done and so forth and so on, and the father went out and, and began to try to entreat him and, and say, son, you know I love you. And, 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 and that was a representation of there can be those who are lost in the house. Those who, that, that, that can be lost in the house. No love for their brother. Didn't sell, no, no, no heart of celebration that their brother, amen, but, but uh, 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 lost in the house. Hallelujah. Yes, yes. So Jesus talks about the varying degrees of lostness in that 15th chapter the book of St. Luke. And when his son had came back, when the son was found and came back to his father's house, and I already said the father in the parable represents God and his concern for the world. But notice what uh, Jesus said in Luke 15 and 24. This my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost. And it's found. Notice what God said about the son. Yes, Lord. I want you to understand the seriousness yes. of being lost. 
Because from God's perspective, from God's viewpoint, when you are lost, you are dead to him spiritually. You're a dead man walking. You're a dead woman walking. A dead girl walking. When you're lost spiritually, you're dead. He said, my son was dead. And is alive again. He was lost. And is found. There's no way of understanding that scripture unless you say that God is trying to tell and describe the spiritual condition before God of every unsaved person. I tell you, loss, being lost is serious. Being lost is serious. Hallelujah. When we think of that word, the word I want to talk to you about today is descriptive of the spiritual condition of every man and woman, boy and girl, who's not trusted Jesus Christ as their Savior. That word is lost. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, whatever you do. Neighbor, whatever you do. Don't be lost. See, when you're lost, it means spiritual separation from God. That's what lost means. It means uh, eternally dwelling in the land of eternal punishment. That's where the lost, that's, that's what hell was prepared. Hell was prepared for the devil and his angels. But because of the fall, amen, the Bible said hell is enlarging itself without measure for all those that forget God. Hell is the place prepared for the lost. It's the opposite of heaven. It's the extreme opposite of righteousness. That's why they call it hell. Hallelujah. It means that all there that is wrapped up, amen, is darkness. The Bible describes uh, it as a place of darkness, a place where Amen. The national teeth where the worm does not die. I don't know about you, uh, but I would not, anybody ever see, uh, I know this is maybe not the best description to be talking about before uh, we're going to eat a little bit later, but anybody ever see where uh, when garbage has rotted and amen, flies have gotten on it and maggots have come and and, and the smell and the stench. Amen. People talk about we're going to party in hell. Uh-uh. It ain't going to be no party in hell. Amen. It's not going to be no party there. That's true. He said, where the worm does not die. Amen. Where the teeth are, 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 are constantly on edge. Amen. Uh, it is a place of Darkness, no, no sun shine. Amen. Uh, uh, talk about no sunshine when she gone. Amen. When you go to hell, no sunshine forever. 
amen, the wrath of God, amen, is laid out, amen, in its fullness, amen, on those that are lost. And I want to, amen, uh, talk about that soul loss is the worst loss. Can you say that with me? Soul loss. If, amen. What profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? And what would you give in exchange for a soul? Amen. We've got a part of each and every one of us that is eternal. You believe what you want to believe, but there is a part of each and every one of us that is eternal. Amen. Because God breathed into us the breath of life. And so there is an eternal part that resides in every man, woman, boy, girl. And it's called the eternal soul. And that soul will never die. Amen. The body can uh, decay. The body can die. But that soul will never die. Amen. And the word of God talks about the fact, amen, it is a point of number Man wants to die. And after death, oh yeah, there's a day after. Amen. There's a day after. One day, uh, uh, I'm going to preach a message about the day after your funeral. Amen. The day after your funeral. Oh yeah, there's a day after. Amen. After death comes what? The judgment. Yeah, yeah. Talk about loss. See, uh, I can teach, and 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 and, and uh, uh, I spent a lot of time last month talking about purpose. About purpose, and 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 there's some folks that'll sit up and they'll hear the message of purpose, and they say, "I wonder what my purpose is. I wonder what God, you know, wow, you know." And, and purpose can be very motivating, and it can be very moving, and what happened. But I'm here to tell you one thing. If you're lost, you're not going to fulfill your purpose in God until you get saved. And so, number one on the agenda is, amen, to get saved and not be lost. It's not a feel-good message today. Some of us need to be disturbed. Some of us are too comfortable, amen, uh, 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 with where we are, and, and, and I don't want you pointing a finger of accusation at me, saying, the pastor didn't tell us. Soul loss is the worst loss. I read about a man that was 72 years old. He was standing in front of his business that he had accumulated over those 72 years. He had a, uh, uh, built a magnificent department store. And uh, he was standing there because a fire had hit it overnight and had burned his magnificent department store to the ground and it was just rubble and smoke. And he was despairing and he said, I lost my fortune. All that I 
had worked to it for these 72 years was in that business and I've lost it. I'm ruined. I heard about a young man that was 27 years old. And uh, weighed over 200 pounds and suddenly a terrible illness had come upon him and he now only weighed less than 100 pounds. He had been in a picture of health six weeks earlier. Didn't even take medication. He couldn't remember the last time he'd seen a doctor. The picture of health and strength and now he was reduced to an invalid in a hospital bed. And he was despairing and he said, I've lost my health and I don't know what to do. read about the story of a mother that had four children. And this was back in the days when when you were uh, going to go a long distance, uh, they rode the trains. And there was a mother with her four children uh, on the train and weeping and in despair. And the preacher happened to be riding the train and the baby was crying. And the mother was just out of it. And finally, uh, the preacher went over and, and, and asked, he said, well, can I, you know, can I hold the baby and maybe walk with him and try to get him to stop crying? And uh, just, she just handed the baby to the preacher. And the preacher walked up and down the aisles of that train. And finally, uh, got that baby to quiet down and go to sleep and the preacher took the baby back to the mother and put the baby in her arms and the tears were just streaming down the mother's face. And he said, what else is wrong? Something else is wrong. And the mother replied to the preacher and said, when you got on the train in the front car where the security is, see the man that was uh, handcuffed and the guards were watching him. And the preacher said, yeah, I, I, I did see him. And she said, that's my husband. And we're taking him to the assignment site. And she said with tears in her eyes, I would rather bury him than have to take him to the insane asylum because he's lost his mind. Loss is a terrible thing. But I'm here to tell you, uh, you can lose a business. There's some, there's some individuals here, I think, uh, that have experienced being in a fire. Anybody had a fire? 
some individuals here that experience a fire. But it's one thing, you can lose possessions and a business and you can start over and, 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 and come back from that. Uh, you can lose your health and, 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 and as terrible as that is, uh, uh, I believe in healing. I believe, amen, I believe in the word of prayer. The Bible says, prayer of faith shall save the sick. The Lord, amen, uh, will raise them up. If they commit sin, it will be forgiven them. Amen. Uh, I've seen situations where, amen, people were in terrible health situations, and God turned it around. You can lose your mind. I'm not going to ask for the hands of those that almost felt like you lost your mind. Because I feel like it's, 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 it's quite a few of us in here. That, amen, there were some times when, it, it, I, I said I'm going to ask you to raise your hand, amen, but uh, just, just, amen, nod, amen, don't nobody look around, just not where you feel like you weren't in your right mind. Hallelujah. But he's a heart fixer and a mind regulator. Oh, anybody know what I'm talking about? You can come back from that. I'm a witness. You can come back from that. But when you but 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 if you lose your soul. There's no coming back from that. Hallelujah. Soul loss is the worst loss. Talked about it already. Hurts to lose your possessions. Hurts to lose your health. Amen. Physical and mental. But you can come back from that. Amen. Loss of a loved one, especially a child. Amen. Hurts. Some who have experienced uh, the loss of a child, it hurts. It's just it, we weren't wired to bury our children. It hurts. But even in the loss of a loved one, I'm here to tell you uh, uh, that uh, Jesus cares all about our trouble. Amen. And, 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 and he can comfort. Amen. And, 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 and he can uh, 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 heal. And, 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 and one thing that it, it hurts, but it helps to know if you're going to see him again. Oh, yeah. It helps if you know you're going to see him again. David. David at the loss of his child because uh, uh, he had, uh, uh, was, had transgressed and, and, and had sinned and uh, had uh, Bathsheba husband, amen, uh, killed and, amen, tried to cover up uh, the pregnancy that he had with Bathsheba. And, and the end result, the child, when he was born, was sick. And David fasted and prayed. Amen. Hoping that God would change his mind and relent and that the child would recover. 
And when the child didn't recover, David was in sackcloth and, and fasting. And the, 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 the servants of the king, they were afraid to tell him that the child had died. They said, look at it now. Amen. We tell him the child has died. We don't know what he's going to do. And David saw the servants talking among themselves. And he realized that the child had died. And do you know what David did? David got up and cleaned himself up and put some clothes on and shaved and amen, told him to prepare a meal. And they was looking at him funny. They was looking at him funny. And David had to, amen, say to him, amen, uh, uh, I, I know the child has died, amen. He's not coming back to us, but I'm going to go to him. I'll see him again. Hallelujah. Amen. The loss hurts. Amen. But to the believer, amen, when we know that we'll see him again. Soul loss is the worst loss. What profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? Talking about loss. Amen. The uh, saddest word in whatever language you speak, amen, is the word loss. Let's talk about, amen, when a person is lost, what is their spiritual condition? What is their spiritual condition? Because the father, uh, in the parable of the prodigal son, the father said, my son was dead, but he's now alive. He was lost, but now found. What was the spiritual condition that Jesus was trying to describe lostness to us? The spiritual condition, amen, of the sinner. Well, uh, there are two kinds of sinners in the world. There's nobody in the world who has not sinned. And anybody that says that they're not a sinner, they're fooling themselves. They're in direct contradiction to the word of God. There are two kinds of sinners. Amen. Say that with me. Two kinds of sinners. Amen. There's the saved sinner and the unsaved sinner. There's the saved sinner and the unsaved sinner. You want to be the saved sinner. You, you, you don't want to be an unsaved sinner. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us in Psalms 51 and 5, Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in my sin, and in sin my mother conceived me. Amen. This is David, and David is talking about the condition of the sinner. He said, I was, when I was born, I was born, I was brought forth into iniquity. We live in a sinful world. That little baby that's born, as cute as they might be, because of Adam's sin, they come into the, they come into the world. Little sinners. You don't have to teach them to be bad. 
You don't have to teach them to be selfish. Romans 3 and 23 say, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Hallelujah. So, the condition, we're talking about uh, the sinner's spiritual uh, condition. And in the book of Ephesians, Ephesians 2.12, uh, it talks about, amen, uh, notice in Ephesians 2.12 it says that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenant of promise, the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Talking about the sinners. Amen. Spiritual condition. And, and, and Paul was writing to the church of Ephesus and he said, that's, that, that's the way we were before we came to Christ. Yeah. Lost, being lost is serious. Yeah. I don't care how much money you got in the bank. I don't care what kind of car you drive. I don't care how big your house is. When you lost, you can't take it with you. What profit a man gained the whole world and lose his soul? What could he give in exchange? There's nothing that you can give in exchange for your soul. Aliens from the Commonwealth of Israel, not even covenant partners, strangers from the covenant of promise, having no and without God in the world. Oh, I know people say, oh, that's kind of narrow there, what you're saying. Amen. Not what I'm saying, what the Word is saying. It, it, there's got to be some hope. No, the Word says no hope for the lost. Without God in the world. But somebody said, well, but it looks like they're doing pretty good. Well, don't you understand? Uh, there's some people that, that the enemy, the devil uses for poster children. Yeah. To make it look like living uh, uh, in sin pays well. And, uh, you know, some of them, they, they, they enjoy themselves now. Amen. Living large and, and so forth. But... Uh, what about the day after their funeral? When they're not, they, they can't take all the gold and glitter and they, 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 they're not going to take it with them. John 3.18 Tell me about the spiritual condition of the sinner. The Bible says he who believes in him is not condemned. But he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Amen. If you have not believed, and, and, and we're not talking about mental ascent here. Mental ascent is, oh yeah, I know Jesus died for our sins and, and, and no, I'm not talking about uh, uh, you know, 
confessing with your mouth, just saying you believe something. Uh, not, not mental assent. Uh, you've got to have an experiential belief for yourself. It's not enough that your grandma believes. It's not enough that your mama believes. I'm talking to, amen, some of the young people here. Amen. You've got to have an experience for yourself. And if you don't have an experience for yourself, you're lost. He who believes in him is not condemned. But he who does not believe is condemned already. Because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. I am so glad about what John 3.18 says there. Amen. There's a negative and a positive. Amen. I'm so glad for the positive. He who believes in him is not condemned. Amen. Thank God that there is no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free. From the law of sin and death. Hallelujah. I'm so glad that he set me free. Hallelujah. Now, now let's close. Let's close. Amen. And let's look at the bright side, amen, of the scripture that we read as our text on today. And our text was found in Luke 19 and 10. Amen. That the Son of Man came to seek and to save those that were lost. We've been focusing on the word lost and the seriousness of being lost. And, I, and, and I'm bringing it up, amen, because if we, you know, if, if, if we just keep going and, 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 and business as usual, amen, there's some of you that uh, you attend church and, amen, uh, you come by every now and then, but there's no real change or transformation that's happened in your life. And I want you to know, even just attending church is not enough. I already pointed out, there are those that are going to be lost in the house. And do you know the craziest thing, picture that I get, the craziest thing uh, that I can imagine is to be uh, starving for nourishment and, and, and starving for water, amen, dehydrated and in the storehouse where there's plenty of food and plenty of water, amen, but in the storehouse starving to death. Don't make no sense. And the picture that I just painted out is a picture of those that, amen, regularly attend church and are still lost. Don't be a fool. Let's talk about the bright side of that scripture. Amen. The son of man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Uh, in, 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 in the Greek language, amen, of the text, uh, not only has he already come, amen, I'm here to tell you, he's, he's still coming. Oh, yeah. Amen. There is still time to be saved. Oh, yeah. 
You don't have to be lost. Amen. Uh, uh, the song that we were playing right before we got up in the message. Amen. To the utmost, Jesus says, he will pick you up and turn you around and place your feet on solid ground. Amen. To the utmost, he says. Nobody, but I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. You anybody glad that they saved? I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. If it had not been for Jesus, where would I be? I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, uh, and, 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 and so there's a bright side to it. Amen. You don't have to stay lost. Amen. There's a bright side to it. Amen. You don't have to be lost in the house. There's a bright side to it. Amen. Uh, uh, the, while, the, while, while the door is open. Yes, Lord. Thank God the door of salvation is, is yet wide open. Amen. Folks want to talk about, well, but, but what about uh, uh, this person that's acting like a hypocrite? This person that did this, and this preacher that did that. Amen. What they got to do with you being lost? Right. Amen. All that is is a testimony that we live in a fallen world. And if they're doing stuff they shouldn't be doing, amen, and, and saying that they're saved, amen, that's an indication that, amen, they ain't saved. They still lost. Now, I'm not going to let somebody else being lost make me stay lost. What sense is that? That preacher did this. And that, 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 that person, they, they, they supposed to be in church and they did that. Okay. Okay. But, but, but they shouldn't have been doing that. Yeah. And they're going to have to stand before God and give an account of the things that they've done. But what does that got to do with you? Well, they made me mad. I got mad at the preacher. And I, I, okay. You mad at the preacher. Okay, don't go here and preach. But what does that got to do with you saying lost? What did Jesus do to you? tell you what he did for you. He came to seek and to save those that are lost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God. You see, as terrible as the word lost is, amen, and the finality of it, amen, uh, uh, because if, if you wait till you die, it's too late. And none of us know the hour that we're going to leave here. Wait till you die, it's too late. So on, on, on the negative end, it's lost. As terrible as that sounds, lost. And on the positive end is the cross. He hung up by hang-ups. He was made sin for us who knew no sin, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Amen. He took place. That's the good news. That's the good news. 
that man, even though you are lost and walking around, dead woman, dead man walking, amen, uh, 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 you know, having uh, 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 a decent time and, and what have you, amen, it was a beautiful day yesterday. Everybody get out and, and enjoy, amen, uh, uh, the beautiful weather yesterday. We got another beautiful day today. And we're going to be out of here in just a little bit and you'll be able to enjoy that. Beautiful day. Sunshine. Birds sing. Amen. Humidity is low. Uh, uh, and, and a plus, if you got some money in your pocket and you go do something, amen, somebody say, don't get better than that. But I'm going to tell you, as good as that is, as good as that is, if you're not saved, your days are numbered. Y'all hear me? Your days are numbered. And uh, as good as you might feel right now, how old are some of you? Amen. Some of you, how, how old are you? Some of you have been around uh, uh, a few years. What, what's, what's 20 years? Not long. What's 30? 40 years. Not long. Not long. Amen. 50, 60, not long. Especially when you look at life of eternity. Some of you all haven't even been. Some of you, when I, it's some stuff that I can refer to. You're thinking, man, I wasn't even born yet. Wow. Yeah, I. But when you compare uh, the little bit of fun that you think you're going to be giving up. Uh, what you're going to have to let loose. And, and, and the interesting thing is that if you let Jesus come in, he can change your appetite. All right. Some of the things that you think you can't do without, you'll find out it wasn't nothing. It, 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 it wasn't about nothing. So in light of eternity, amen, we got a lot of more good days coming. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Uh, a lot more good days coming. Amen. We're not just going to be floating around on a cloud playing a harp. <laughs> Heaven is a real place prepared for real people. Amen. And, 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 and uh, you are, amen. You don't want to be lost. Amen. You, you, you want to be included. He said, they shall be mine, saith the Lord. When I come to make up my jewels, they shall be mine. What he was communicating was precious things. And I'm preparing a precious place for them to spend eternity with me. Amen. Would you stand? I hope you got something from the word today.